0: And welcome to Between the Liars with Ryan and Danny
1: Well hello everybody Good to see you all again
0: Good to have you back And we have a special guest We have Tony from TikTok Howdy. <laughs> How you doing Tony
2: I'm doing alright Could be better, could be worse, can't complain Well I could but I won't <laughs>
0: Ah man. All right. So Tony, uh, another person I found through TikTok. So uh, I'm actually outnumbered now with TikTokers on this show. And today we're going to be talking about modern feminism. And Tony was actually the one who picked this topic. So, Tony, why don't you just kind of paint us a picture? Why did you choose this topic? Why is this topic important to you?
2: Honestly, it's it's kind of been a thing that's been in the back of my mind since maybe high school. Have you ever heard of like the alt-right pipeline? Yes. And the, the, <laughs> and the meme how it's like you started watching Ben Shapiro comps in high school, yada, yada. Yep. And then or
0: Jordan just, Peterson it, and it's the pipeline straight to the alt-right.
2: Yep. And it, it's kind of been one of those things where I, I, it's kind of always been on my mind. And as I started using TikTok more and more, I just saw how really perverse the ideas of, of modern feminism is essentially, I'm going to use this word even even if people might not like it, essentially polluting the minds of our youth and, and honestly polluting our society as a whole. And it's, it's important to me because it won't just affect me. It doesn't just affect the people that I know. It's going to affect our next generation of children, my children, friends, family. I, I think this is something that is you know, just as important, not as in a positive sense, but just as important as the first two waves of feminism, you know, if you were a straight white man in the, in the, in the early 20th century, you know, even if you never thought about it, even if you never really quote unquote cared about it, you know, women's suffrage was an important thing, you know, so this is just another wave of feminism and I think it is important and I don't think it gets enough talk from the opposite end of it, uh, the not supporting end of it.
1: I mean, may I?
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You don't have to ask. Somebody, Just jump in there, Danny.
1: Back in the day, like, you know, I hate wearing bras. I'm going to burn them. You know, amen to that. I hate wearing <laughs> bras, too. I burn my own, uh, whatever. But you come down to, to the feminism now, first thing that comes to my mind is amen. I'm going to go to the left and – it is all about we need to support women. We need to support women. All women are are, you know, we need to be equal. But God Believe all women. God bless it if someone like me is a Republican and I don't get that. <laughs> hypocritical, hypocritical. Look at me, left side. You guys need to rethink this. Hypocritical. If all <laughs> women and we all need to be equal, It's everybody, not just you. So knock it off.
0: That actually raises a very important starting point for us here, which is after you had the first wave of feminism, which was basically we want equal rights, like we want equal pay, things like that, then we moved on to intersectional feminism and then radical feminism. So intersectional feminism, similar to what Danny was talking about, the idea here, and this was coined by uh, Kimberlé Crenshaw in about 1989, the idea is that your experiences are affected by your intersectional identity, right? So if you are a woman, you will experience life differently than a gay woman or trans woman or trans black woman. And the way that it's Started was basically you have different standpoints from which you view life, but where I think that we have gone now is basically a, a calculator calculator for oppression, right? So instead of saying you have more opportunities to be oppressed, a lot of times it is now taken to the more boxes you check, you are inherently oppressed. And I think Danny, that uh, <laughs> you tend to throw a wrench in a lot of that intersectional portion. Uh, Tony, you
1: know what? I will never stop. <laughs>
0: And we love you for being your authentic self, uh, guys. Thoughts on that first portion of feminism?
2: Which first portion? The first wave?
0: We'll start with uh, intersectional feminism because I think the first wave pretty, pretty non-controversial. I think that
2: when you reach, the I, I really hope so. I really, really yeah, hope so.
0: You, <laughs> nobody here, for sure, on this show, has an issue with that. And then we move to intersectional, and then we start having different thoughts. What do you guys think on that?
2: I think, I, I think the idea of it is essentially like any anything right in life uh if too much is a bad thing right like the the thing that we literally breed to keep keep us alive that being oxygen right if you were to go into a room that was filled with only oxygen you would eventually pass out and die right because any any too much of anything is a bad is a bad thing even if it's a, a good thing inherently and i think that's like the whole idea of where like modern feminism went wrong it was like it took the second wave and and the ideas that that had, and some of the things from the first wave, you know, like actual equality, suffrage, uh, rights, and yada yada. And it kind of ran with it. It was a snowball, and it needed to hit a stop, and it never did. And it just kept going. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like the I think it's the, like the whole ideology behind um, what is it, uh, progressivism, right? because uh, no matter as if the far right is bad right like the actual far right they're bad the bad ideology bad beliefs hold high on line yards but it, at the very least even if it's bad like at the end near the end there is a hard stop like it, it can only get so bad but I think just in the word progressivism and the ideologies there is no stop right like as long as it's allowed to progress it just, does and it keeps going and it gets more and more absurd and to the point where it l- even loops back in on itself as we all see clearly uh and it, it just it contradicts its own self because it has to because it's gone too far you know
0: so when, when you say that there's a hard stop for the right do you mean like in social acceptability and you say that there's not for the hard left or or what what do you mean uh, specifically in the actual
2: in the exact in the uh, in like the uh actual actions of of them and their beliefs right like uh white supremacy or supremacist groups are pretty much as far right as you can go right like there's like what yeah and it's it's not good right like but how much farther can you get right other than supremacist groups which are you know bigoted racist homophobic sex the whole nine yards right how much farther right can you go but as far as the far left goes there's no, at least there's no limit anywhere in my mind or anywhere n- near in sight, you know? Mm. Like, we're at the point where we're essentially, you know, calling cis women, like I like I mentioned earlier, cis women, uh, people with uteruses, as to not offend the unironic less than 1% of the population. So you take it in turn to offend the 99% of the population, you know?
0: Yeah, Webster's Dictionary just updated their definition. Pretty much anyone well, who identifies now.
2: Yeah. no shot no I gotta google that I can't I don't believe that yeah woman. go ahead
0: Danny well he googles that go ahead go ahead uh, <laughs> and that's what I, I heard it. I have not verified it so but but I that, that is what I heard yesterday
2: an adult female person a woman belonging to a particular category as by birth residence membership or occupation uh, number two womankind distinctly feminine nature uh, womanliness is a word um, that is okay A woman who is a servant or personal attendant, and I don't even know what that word is. Uh, A woman who is extremely fond or devoted to something specific. Yeah.
1: Let me tell you something. Um, If men want to be women, please. I wish I could (laughs) give them the physical, emotional, and uh, hell that we go through. Uh, TMI, but I am (laughs) postmenopausal. Go ahead, gentlemen. Please. If you want to push a nine-pound child out of your fake vagina, God bless you. Have fun because it sucks. So rethink what you're doing. And then also one more thing. I've heard with um, abortion, my body, my choice. My body, my choice. My body, my choice but then I don't want to get the back, sorry. I don't want to get the vaccine. I'm a sailor. I, it, I'm it's all good. It just now. So I, I don't want to get the vaccine. And I say, but wait, it's my body, my choice. So, but, but you're gonna, you're gonna kill other people with, wait a second. You're killing innocent children, okay? They don't have a voice. We do. So you need to rethink your hypocr- being so hypocritical and get out of your own self and think about other people because I'm sick of this and I'm not going to stop so
2: nah uh, what's funny about that is hold on I lost my I completely lost my train of thought
3: i <laughs> um, like that <laughs> now, and, and it's it's actually <laughs> interesting
2: about that one about the hypocrisy because like whenever you try to talk to people about like uh, trans individuals or this or that, right? They always want to say about like, oh, well, studies say or professionals say, scientists say, like you know, trans people, yada yada, this or yada that, right? And like I said, it's a, it, it's the hypocrisy as such because they'll acknowledge some people of science but not other ones, right? So I actually read a study that that it took 5,000 5, biologists. Um, and out of those 5,000, I believe it was 95, someone quoted me for 97, but I'm gonna say 95, 95% of those over 5,000 biologists all said that life begins at conception that. So uh, biologists, you know, the people who kind of study life, that's, that's kind of their whole profession. 95% of them agree that life begins at conception. And the thing is. Is this study was actually very good <clears throat> because it even brought into their religion, like of the biologists, like it was like, oh, a certain percent are this religion or this religion or not religious at all or agnostic or whatever, just mm-hmm. to say, j- just to already get rid of the naysayers. Oh yeah, well, I bet they were all Christian biologists, right? Just to already right. get rid of that those naysayers, they they even put religion into it and and showed like the diversity of such. And I believe they even brought race into it, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And of, of course, you know, because that goes against their agenda, they just ignore that. Right. And I, I think that uh, one of the many problems that I have with the left is it's things like um, it, it feels like it's always moral warfare. But it, it, it and, you know, that's I, I suppose you could say that's most of life. But what they're doing is objectively immoral. But I don't think they even understand that. Right. I think hmm. it, hot, maybe hot take. But I think to be pro-choice <laughs> is objectively less moral right because yes so pro-choice pro-abortion yeah i think if you're pro-choice it, it's
1: a for
3: me
2: okay so if you're so the reason i say it's less uh it's it's less moral it's objectively less moral is because if biologists say that life begins at conception 95 percent of them right that pretty much means that life begins at conception right like unless you have the background and professional standing that biologists have it's kind of hard to disagree with them right yeah. so if biologists say that life begins at conception, life begins at conception. So any abortion past the point of conception—I mean, any abortion really—any abortion is killing an offspring, right?
1: What do you? What about Plan B? What are your thoughts on Plan B?
2: Here's the here's the thing on that, right? I any abortion, even even Plan B goes into it, right? Is assuming that its past conception is objectively immoral. The problem is you can't make that into an argument of morals because in, at least in my, I suppose I'll, su- I'll say sub- subjectively, I suppose, just to not confuse everyone. Um, like if you're killing, if you're past the point of conception and you get rid of it purposefully, you are killing your offspring, right?
1: Correct.
2: So that is objectively less moral. Now the issue is is you have to decide whether you're okay with be having less morals or you want to have more morals and that's where I think the discussion should start. Mm. Personally I'm pro pro-cho- I'm pro choice simply because like I said it's not an argument of morals or it's not like an argument of like which one's more moral. I am okay with doing the actions that I need that I that I want to do. I am I'm okay with that. I can sleep at night doing that, right? Mm. But unfortunately, most pro-choice people can't. So they have to lie to themselves and convince themselves that they're not killing anything. It's just, quote-unquote, a clump of cells, if that makes sense. Mm. I hope I fleshed that out well enough.
3: You did. Thank yeah, you. I
0: think it makes sense. So, Tony, when, when, I, when I found you and I slid into your DMs and asked if you'd be interested in coming <laughs> on this show... <laughs> shooting my shot with all of these tiktokers right, uh, right. and I and I asked and, and I was curious because I'd watched your videos Right, and and I was like, okay, he's he's got takes. He has logic and you seem to fall Middle middle right if I had to guess and when I said, you know, hey, where would you say you fall on the political scale? You said middle left yeah. And so I'm curious and, and it seems the the broader the conversations have been and we will get back on track with feminism discussion in a second here, I promise but uh, <laughs> it seems like you have takes that both sides will get angry at you for. So my question, just like on a personal note, do you kind of get stuck in the middle and get hate from both sides with the takes that you have?
2: Uh, Like I, I mentioned it before, before you came on Miss Danny, but I'm from middle Georgia. So not north, I live in north Georgia now, Atlanta metro area. So it's way more liberal up here. But back home, uh, I, I was still the guy with a lot of hot takes. But honestly, even then I still resonated with them much more. Mm. Uh, I, I after living in North Georgia Atlanta Metro for five years, I fucking hate it here. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. These people, I love Georgia. these people here. But North Georgia, even though it's geographically the South, it's not the South. Atlanta Metro is liberal as fuck. Okay. My
1: brother graduated from Georgia State.
2: My mm. yeah. Uh, So, you know, I I would get hate at times for my opinions back home, but not as that's like and, you know, I can from my own personal experiences. That's why I have more respect for people on the right, Mm. because even though they disagree with me, I've never nobody back home has ever said that I hate women or I I'm homophobic or I'm a closeted gay or, you know, this or that. You know, like it, it just seems like back home they would just disagree with you. And, you know, kind of like not necessarily move on from it, but just be like, OK, agree to disagree. Mm. But like people on the left is like, if you don't agree with me, you are my enemy and you are anti. You, you know, if you're pro-life, you're what, what was the one thing I saw in this one woman's post? Um, if you're pro-life, you're anti-woman. And it, and it just feels like that's the kind of rhetoric from the left that it, 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 I'm not going to say it pushes me more towards the right but it definitely pushes me away from the left if that makes sense mm-hmm. you know so you it might set a compass on the two sides but interesting
0: so i'm you-
1: right there with you tony i pretty close um i'm a little bit here and there in the middle i i i'm working on a democratic campaign right now for maricopa county attorney prior to that i worked for a representative um a republican representative and it's for me it's person over party now I want to say this one thing when when women say, and, and they're gonna say, Well, I don't believe in the Bible. That's not my problem, that's your problem in the end. So Genesis 21:17, uh, the new King King James Version, and God heard the voice of the lad. Then the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said to her, What else you? So the next verse talks about. The child in, I believe it was Ruth, and she was like in her 70s uh, then, and she really wanted a child. She recognized the voice, and she felt that child just barely conceived, tumble in her stomach. Like, she could feel like the, you know what I mean? Like, not tumble, but just like she could feel the joy of the baby and I'm like you tell me that that is not a child Mm. you know what I'm saying it's just it's beyond me how these people are just so hypocritical I don't understand
0: so for intersectional feminism before we move on to radical feminism intersectional feminism what I would say my biggest issue with it is that like I, I, I acknowledge That if you check more intersectional minority boxes, you have more opportunities to be discriminated against. I- where I disagree Is I don't think that that inherently means you are more oppressed, right? And I think LeBron James to me is a great example of that, right? He he, he's very well paid. He's a black man, right? And so the intersectional box there is he is black and if you take intersectional feminism down the road To its ultimate end, I think that the argument they tend to make is you are incapable of being successful or doing well if you are of a minority status because that weighs against you rather than it is an opportunity for discrimination. That's where I hop off the bandwagon with intersectional feminism. What are your final thoughts on that before I move on?
2: repeat Repeat that last little bit.
0: So... I would agree with the fact that if you have more intersectional boxes, there are more opportunities for you to be discriminated against, to receive hate from, but I strongly disagree with the notion that that automatically means you're more oppressed than someone who does not check those boxes.
2: I agree 100%. I think- and, and you know, I can- thank God. Like this is one of the very few, I'm from middle Georgia. You know, I was the kid, I, I was a swimmer. I was in band class. I was in all the honors in AP. I didn't grow up with a lot of black friends. Yep. So, you know, growing up with a bunch of white friends, it makes you wish that you were white. I got over that when I was around 17. And so for the first, this is one of the very few times since I was 17 that I'll say this, but this is one of the very few times in my life that I am so glad that I am not a white man. And I only say that for one reason. <laughs> it's because I know for a fact, if I said the things that I said, that I say, and I was a white man, people would take me even less seriously right yeah and and i I, and i can say what i'm about to say because i am a black man and i think that's kind of (laughs) up but one thing i definitely hate is is two groups of people three i mean three main one groups of people i believe play victim not are the victim but play victim uh more than anyone else and in this specific order i would say it's specifically i'm so sorry danny i don't mean i don't mean any disrespect when i say this next part But, (laughs) but specifically white women Black people, no, and then oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so so sorry.
1: I am Native American, so <laughs>
2: that's I the thing that irritates
1: <laughs> me is stereotypes, attacking people. So just. Anyway,
2: I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, so, Please, I, I'm, I'm sorry.
1: Apology accepted. You just, I look white, but I am a dark native. So, it's, so. It,
2: just
0: to interject real quick, it is more funny when someone gets offended <laughs> at someone like Danny, and she's like, "Actually, I'm not white." Or like, I. <laughs> oh,
2: you, they, you, oh, you yeah, were, I've seen, I've seen <laughs> take clips like that too. I've seen so many take clips where he's like, "I'm not white. I'm mixed." Yeah. So your argument's bad. But, no, I would say it's it's white women, black people, and then LGBT in that order, right? And Mm -hmm. I would say – and, you know, sometimes they are the victim, right? And I'm not – and that's fine. That's not the time I'm talking about. But uh, the victim mentality, going through life believing that you're a victim, will only put you on the back foot. It will only ever hurt you you will not you will not you cannot move forward if you believe that you are the victim if you believe that everyone hates you because yada yada this or, or, or oh they hate me because i'm black or oh yeah this old white teacher doesn't like me because i'm black or oh yeah this the, the guy doesn't want to hire me because i'm a woman and i'm trying to be a doctor or try to be an engineer oh they make fun of me in my class because i'm like if you go through life thinking these kinds of things without legitimate proof and i mean like Someone flat out saying to you, hey, Ryan, I don't like you because you're a white man. If they don't like just flat out say it to you, then to assume it, you're projecting. You view the world through your racial lenses and you assume that everyone else through your racial lenses, through your LGBT lenses, through your whatever lenses they are, right? Right. You view the world that way, so you assume that everyone else is looking at you that way, you know?
0: So Marcel is not here, so I'm going to interject on his behalf. I'm not speaking for him, but I'm just thinking of the things that he would pose in opposition to that. So what would you then say to someone who comes out and would say to you that uh, there are individual acts of racism, sexism, etc. that aren't explicitly stated like, I'm doing this and my motivation is this, but it does disadvantage people with those intersectional boxes. And that can hinder them, and they might get passed over for a promotion, et cetera. And there could be legitimate reasons, or it could be because you have a really sexist asshole manager who's like, I don't like women, I don't want them on my staff. And he's not going to say that. What okay. would you say then? Because like, that's not something that, let's say, let's just say I was Danny's manager, and I was like, yeah, I don't want her on my team because she's a woman, but I'm not going to say that HR. Or
1: she's a right. Hey, yeah, uh,
0: and so I'm way. just going to say, you know what, Danny, you weren't up to, to – performance, and I have these things, but I'm not as hard on Marcello next time, right? And so I, I pass over her, and that happens legitimately, but there's not definitive proof, and that can that can actually block her from moving up. What would you say, then, um, with the statement you just made? Would, would you adjust it at all? Is there a counter you'd have? What are your thoughts?
2: Bringing it back to the general topic, you know, modern feminism, yep. I would say one of my many, many problems with modern feminism is that it, it, it's really and truly trying to make life fair. And the reason that I'm not okay with that is because modern feminism seems to be under the delusion that life is only unfair because people make it unfair, right? Okay. And that life is not unfair just because it's unfair, right? There are 300 million people in America alone. You will run into plenty of legitimate, racist, sexist, homophobic, bigoted individuals. Actually, right? Right. And, and uh, let's say, you know, using your example, a lot of the times they don't tell you and it will hold you back. Yep. Well, what are the odds that you go to another company and they're doing the same thing? Are, are you going to make that argument for every company and every time you can't get a promotion? After you've changed companies three times, are you going to still use the, and this brings it back to the victim mentality thing, right? Are you going to use the excuse every single time? Oh yeah, my manager won't promote because I'm black or because I'm a woman or because I'm yada this, yada that, right? Are you, are you going to use that excuse every time? At what point in time does it, do you get the personal responsibility? Do you take upon you the personal responsibility saying, you know what? It's me. I, I could, I could do better. You know, like I, I, I could, you know, work harder or yada, yada. And if it's truly just because they're just bigoted switch companies, you know, like life is unfair. People are terrible at times and i would say there's not much you can do about it what are you going to do report them to hr and get an investigation going and maybe get them found out maybe well and then then what you lose your job in the process and then maybe you get blacklisted from other kinds of companies like this now your name is on a list and now no company will hire you just just, like just uh, like i I hate to sound like that guy i know kim k said it (laughs) but she's a she's a billion her and her family are billionaires so it's different but like sometimes i think it just boils down to the category of work harder and take more shots, you know?
0: Danny, what do you
1: think? Tell you, uh, Tony, um, so this is getting off the feminism, but it, it's kind of segues yep. to what we're talking about. Um, I applied for, I, I'm a three-time felon, and um, I, I, I've got DUIs and ag assaults. So back in 2015, I turned my life around, I did better, I, I got my degree, uh, I'm a caseworker, now I work for the state of Arizona. Um, How they, did I know
2: you lived? I just knew you lived out West. I don't know why, but I just knew you lived in like Arizona well, or something. Well,
1: why would you think something like that? <laughs> so, anyway, so they offered the position to me, right? And then mm-hmm. a few days later, they rescinded it. And I was an open book from the get go. And they said, your, your background is just not going to cut it for us. And mm. I, I told them, and this is going to be the same thing for women or anybody like intersectional. Whatever. If you're a trans man, trans woman, you need to advocate. So that's what I did. And it's not up to anybody else. It is not up to the company. It is not up to whomever else. It is up to you. So what I said is I said, may I please have a moment to speak? And they said, absolutely. And I said, listen. I have done this, this, and this. I have come from here. I've clawed my way out of the deepest, darkest of hell that I put myself in. Nobody wow. else did it. I did it, but I got myself out. Now, I know my. I know veterans. I have graduated, and I, I am proud. I've graduated uh, SARRTP, which is substance abuse. I've done uh, military sexual trauma six months. I have done everything through the VA. And I told them, I said, listen, if you have a better candidate than I, please, by all means, veterans deserve the best. However, I know in my gut that I'm the one for this position. And about two to three days later, they call me back and re So it comes down to you getting the balls to advocate for yourself.
2: Whoa, getting the balls? That sounds like a internal um, uh, patriarchy kind of comment, you know what I mean? Or I
1: vaginas. <laughs> or vaginas.
2: So on, on Danny's note of
0: self-advocacy, um, and I think the wage gap does tie into this a little bit, I would, I, I would propose that the wage gap is a myth. And the reason I say that is because if you actually account for what are all of the variables and not just the aggregate data or just the zoomed out view of all women everywhere who responded to these surveys... And then we compare that. You need to look at what is their managerial status, what is their work experience, what is their education. And once you account for all of those predictor variables, it actually closes it to about 98, 99 cents on the dollar. And it's, it's then, significantly closer. Even then, you,
2: can't, you can't count. Uh, you don't know what that two cents could be for. Right. And it, way c- way. it could be other factors maybe that we haven't even thought of, you know, because I've, I've seen the exact same study. Yep. And, uh, and you're a stats guy. Come on, Ryan. You should know. Technically, because of words and how, you know, you can make them mean, <clears throat> you know, you can skew them or whatever. Yep. I would argue the wage gap is not a myth. I would argue the reason, like the, the, the logic behind why people say it's real is a myth, right? The wage sure. gap, is, the wage gap is, a, is real, or the wage, quote unquote, the wage gap is women making less money than men because they're women. On end quote. That is false, right? That is a right. lie,
3: yeah. Right.
2: Um, because I remember I, I got into it with my girlfriend once because I was like, "It's not like it's not a thing," and then she goes, "Yes, it is a thing," and I was like, "Okay, yes, it's an actual <laughs> so, thing, but not for the reason you think it is."
0: Well, so and the reason this is this is one of them: men tend to go into STEM fields. STEM fields pay yes. higher. Women tend to go into the arts. The arts pay lower. If you're looking at the the general tendencies. And then you're comparing those you're not making a direct comparison so i would say that's one of the reasons it's going to count when you put all of the data together and look at it that's going to be one of the reasons and then some people would make the argument well if you look at a man and a woman who take the exact same position women will be paid less and i would say that that's not always true
1: I'm, i'm sorry tony what was it pardon did you say that means nothing
2: Oh yeah, like like uh, even if you take a man and a woman and put them in the same position, that isn't really, you still can't compare it for many other factors.
0: So there's women, if we're again going with stereotypical, women tend to possess a greater degree of the trait of agreeableness. And you can have agreeable men, you can have disagreeable women. But I'm saying that generally what they find is women tend to be more agreeable, which means that also what they've done when they've when they've done studies that they have found that women tend to not negotiate their salary, they tend to take the first offer. That's not all women. But women tend to be more agreeable. Women also tend to not negotiate their salary as much, which is like you were saying, Tony. Why? Why what?
1: We are, we are to be uh, submissive to men. And I mean, we are yep. my age. I, my mother told me, you please your husband. I don't have a husband. <laughs> Psych. Okay. So you, do, he's, he's hungry. You feed him. Yep. You, no, ma'am. Yep. No, this is not yep. 1950. We're not talking like that. Women, I guarantee that I'm smarter than a lot of men. And uh, if I'm going against a job competition with the same man and the, uh, the man gets hired over me, no. I'm going to advocate the hell out of myself. Yep. And I will get it because I, I don't lose. Yep.
0: And I, I tend to be more agreeable. I tend to get very uncomfortable with conflict, I tend to get very, which is ironic that we I do this and I coach speech and <laughs> <in> debate. <laughs> but here we are. We
1: don't, we don't do conflict. So there is...
0: I- <laughs> so, but I, I think, again, that that means that it's not predetermined, right? So it, it, this is the problem that I have. when you When you look at the feminist movement, they tend to say, and they tend to breed the victim mentality and say, that's, I, I literally had someone in my class come to me and say, I'm just predestined, doomed to make less than a man. And I was like, okay, to me, that is the ultimate failure of feminism in that case, if, if that's where that gets taken. Instead, I think what we need to do, kind of going back to the earlier comments about looking at this individually and working on those traits, if you know that you're more agreeable, then find someone who is not and say, teach me to negotiate. Like, I know that I tend to be more agreeable. I tend to want to just take the first offer. I'm very worried. Let's say that the job's going to, you know, they're going to say, never mind. So I'm just going to take it when really, what should you do? You should negotiate. So then what we should be doing instead of just saying I'm a woman, therefore I can't make the same as a man. If that's one of the contributing factors there, then we should be looking at that instead of just saying it's because she's a woman. There could be a lot of reasons there.
1: I agree with that. Thank you. And Tony, now that you (laughs) said that, I apologize for kind of like being (laughs) But when it comes to that and it comes to us being conditioned, especially my age, I'm 40, almost 42, we are conditioned to take care of men. Okay? Now, um, I am going to advocate, advocate, advocate. We need to start teaching these women who believe that they are victimized because they're a woman. No, ma'am, you are just as strong, if not stronger, than a man. So you need to grow, again, grow some balls or a big <laughs> vagina or some big balls, whatever you identify as. If I piss somebody off good because you need to think about what I'm saying, um, you need to do this, and you need to advocate for yourself. It's not about you being a woman. It's about you being weak, period.
0: <laughs> and uh, And everything that I just said – I would say and I would argue all of that can be true and it can still be true that individual acts of sexism, racism, homophobia, etc. can be true and be there. I don't discount those experiences, but I would say that the problem that I have is that today a lot of people buy into what again I would say is the myth of the pay gap because it's not just because of physical traits or attributes. It can be a lot of factors and a lot of those you can control like Danny was just saying that you can overcome those You can't overcome all if someone's gonna be a racist asshole you can't do a lot for that, right? But if if it's more to do with the fact that you just took the first offer and you want to be paid more We can work on that and we should be teaching that instead of just saying well, it's it's a victim mentality So I think there's kind of a fine balance
2: Um, One thing going off of what miss danny said um I think that's one thing that's kind of interesting, you know, like the your mother taught you to, uh, quoting, like like take care of a man, right? Uh, I, I I would I would say the the exact opposite is true. I, I would argue that a lot of parents teach their boys to take care of their 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 women wives yada yada right? Maybe not in the same sense, right? Maybe not like a, oh yeah, feed her if she's hungry. Right. You know, or, or other things from older times. Right. But I would argue that, you know, take care of them in the sense, you know, like uh, I suppose like protect and provide for them. Right. I agree.
3: Uh, I, I,
2: you know, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, flipping it. Right. Let's say like the, uh, using just our examples, there's nothing wrong with like the man feeding his wife or maybe the woman protecting and providing for the husband, I suppose. Right. Let's say it's a shorter man and a taller woman. Right. Like my girlfriend's six one. Right. <laughs> so if I, if I was a lot shorter, then you know the opposite could be true. You know, so I, I don't think that there's.
1: He's six one and she blonde,
2: by chance. No. Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> I actually know a lot of six one women. Um, but uh, you know, I, I think that I, I think that there's nothing inherently wrong with teaching. And I'm just going to stick to 99 percent of the population. I'm only going to speak uh, as far as heterosexuals go, just because it's simpler, right? But I I don't think there's anything wrong with teaching boys to. Uh, you know, when they get older, take care of your wives. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with gr- teaching girls when you get older, take care of your husbands, right? I, I-, I think that there's uh, and I feel like modern feminism has essentially made it to where m- misandry is the norm, and women feel as though they don't ever have to do anything for their husband, and they just have to essentially sit back and and take all of the benefits of being with a man and have to deal with none of the quote-unquote, I'm going to use this term, quote-unquote negative sides, right, of being in a relationship, right? It's like your husband is supposed, to, your significant other is supposed to give you 100% or leave him. If it's not 100%, then it's 0%. If it's,
3: 99%, if it's
2: 99%, it's 0%. And I think that's one of the many toxic things that modern feminism is teaching little girls. You know what I mean? Well, what
1: ticks me off is when they say, it's 50-50. No woman. No man. He gives 100, she gives 100. If it's not that, then it's nothing. Same. No,
2: not, uh, not 100%. Not percentage. Um, like the uh, Have you ever heard the 80-20 rule?
1: I have.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah. Not like you give 100%. I mean, like, uh, even if someone gives their 100%, they're only going to meet a, up to 80% of your needs, right?
1: Okay, so attempt to give 100%. Yes,
2: yes, yeah. Like, like, try it. Like, and my 100%, right? Anyone's 100%, right? Will only be maximum of, you can say it's 90, 10, you can say it's 70, 30. It doesn't matter, right? The, the, the argument still stands. No one person, if they can give their 115% they're more they're best they're more than best whatever it is they cannot meet 100% of their significant others needs you know and i feel as i feel as though modern feminism teaches little girls and women that if your partner isn't meeting 100% of your needs then just kick him to the curb and go look for another man who will you know no nope, that's
1: not right that is not okay you're right tony i agree
0: so I think that this transitions us a little bit into toxic masculinity because a lot of what Tony was talking about can probably be summed up in the terms toxic masculinity. What do you guys think of that? What do you think about the way that it's used? Like, I, I, th- What I would say is that I think that there are extreme traits and characteristics that men have that can be toxic, just like I think that that's true for women too. Of course. And I think that that's just kind of the way that it is. Like you, like we were saying earlier, kind of the extreme of anything or too much of anything can be a very negative thing. So mm-hmm. what I would say is that there are traits that can become negative, especially when it's accompanied with misogyny, right? So if, if a man is, let's say he starts off with being the protector, but then it becomes overprotective and then controlling, that's a problem, right? right. And that becomes abusive and that becomes toxic. But I think that a lot of what happens now is... Any man who is masculine or who is protective in what could even be considered arguably objectively a good thing can now be labeled as toxic masculinity and like the trait of being masculine tends, tends, not by all, but I do hear it thrown out, especially like on TikTok. Like when you go on the slums of like Twitter or TikTok, etc. a lot us. of times they're conflated and this is now toxic masculinity. What do you guys think on this? Yeah.
1: Um, for me, I've heard people say that a man opening a door for a woman is toxic max- masculinity. Yep. Get out of town, man! Get out of town. I like a little bit of toxic max- masculinity. I want to feel safe. Um, I want to feel loved. I want to feel protected. I, I, you know, if he's abusive, same thing. I don't want it. If he's mean or rude but if he's protected he opens the door it's not even paying i will pay i don't Mm. care it's not about that but if he if he wanted to i would never call that toxic um i'm all for it manners to be men and uh open the door for me you know i love that you don't have to but if you do thank you Mm. my new guy here did you hear that ryan my new guy here (laughs) But it's like, let me say that again. My <laughs> new guy here is, he is not toxic. He is not toxic. He has a bit of to- toxic masculinity. He's protective. He opens the door. He's awesome. And I am just like enthralled with it. Now, yes, I totally agree with having some to a point.
2: Tony? Uh, so my thing about that is, it's is, is kind of like, I would argue that toxic masculinity, kind of like Ryan mentioned, is essentially masculine, masculinity gone too far, right? But that doesn't really mean anything, right? I could, uh, b- bringing it back full circle, I could say the same thing with the oxygen argument that I argued earlier, right? Assuming we're not talking about um, uh, isomers of oxygen, just right, just the O2, right? Oxygen is, it will become toxic if you're only breathing it in and too much of it, right? So I, I, w- I wouldn't say that toxic masculinity is. is it's a bad thing, obviously, but I would say like, like like it's just masculinity gone too far. And the thing about that is, is the quote unquote tos- uh, toxic masculinity. I believe it was a term maybe used in the sense how I used it, but unfortunately, like I said earlier, it, 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 you they just the snowball just starts rolling and it doesn't stop, right? So it was at first masculine traits that have gone too far. Now a lot of people, a lot of modern feminists like to use. Just masculine traits. They get rid of the second part of that sentence, and just masculine traits are inherently toxic, hmm. right? But the problem is, is they want those. They want they, like I believe a lot of at least heterosexual women still want traits like at least. I would argue biologically. Biologically, not only
1: heterosexual. I just said the opposite of what you just said. So what do you mean? I said I want the, the, my the guy I'm dating now. I, which I am not heterosexual, um, I really don't know what the hell I am. But I, like it. Uh, but I what I do know is that um, toxic masculinity and being a man is important because if we have people, men, I'm just gonna say it. There's only two genders. If we have men, gotta get us thrown um, off YouTube. <laughs> I'm just messing.
3: Really?
0: No, I'm just messing. Oh. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> i was just teasing. Oh well, really? <laughs> yes, like
1: this is what we're just kidding. So, um, where well, where was I? Okay, so toxic masculinity. To have, if we continue to have feminine men coming up and coming up and coming up, where the hell are we gonna go? People like me um who is a fleet marine force uh Hoorah. navy veteran that's gonna have to kick an ass for a man that's too feminine to do his damn <laughs> self i ain't doing that uh yeah well is, sorry, you
2: sorry mean, tony
3: go sorry, ahead sorry, sorry.
2: um <laughs> I, I, didn't mean, I, I didn't mean only heterosexual. I just like to. I just like to only use heterosexuals because you know, ninety-nine percent of the population. It's just easier than having to include so everyone. Right else. Somebody doesn't sorry, want to sorry.
0: be inclusive. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Um, I would argue that, like, you know, most men, most women, and I would argue biologically, want uh, you know, masculine men, right? And I, I would say that they do because it, like, I mean, obviously with what I just said, I believe, uh, like biologically, right? It 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 breaks it down far so far. Longer than what we have socially, right? Mm-hmm. We've only had human civilization for about 12,000 years. Homo sapiens have existed for about 100,000 years, 100,000 plus years, right? So it, it's it, it's crazy to me that like, and, I, and I've made this argument for a while. I don't know if I've made any posts on it. I need to. But I believe that modern feminism is trying to emasculate men and make everyone feminine. You know, and, and you can see and you can see it's a, it's a little a subtle things, not even the things that people say. Right. Or how in relationships, people always talk about, like, let, let's take it down to communication. Right. Uh, whenever you're communicating yeah, with I your imagine. woman, you need to you need to essentially communicate in a way that makes sense to her. Right. OK. But the, you never hear the opposite preached. You never hear how she has to communicate in a way that makes sense to you as a man. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And inherently right there, that alone, if I have to, uh, I don't mean this in offensive way, but
3: I if, I, if I
2: have to communicate to you, <laughs> I, if I have to communicate to you, to you as a woman, as though I am a woman, that is inherently stripping me of masculinity in, in just how I speak alone, right? Not only that, but in other ways that we act, right? A lot of times when men are angry, they just need to cool down. There is like for me personally. Right. If I'm if I if you have actually gotten me to the point of actual anger, there is no amount of talking that will calm me down. Not you could say everything in the book to calm me down. It will only frustrate me more, you know. And so, like I've told my girlfriend before and I've tried to stress this to her. I was like, if I am actually if I'm at the point of anger, I don't want to talk. No amount of talking will save me, or in fact, it will only make it worse. Just let me be by myself, and then she'll come back and be like, "Hey, you ready to talk out of this?" Or like, "I'm like, just tight, like talking to me." And I'm I'm like, "I'm going to scream. I'm going to flip a table. I, I just walk away, please. Like, I don't want to have to block you, but I, I will block you."
1: You know what that is? Uh Huh? That is healthy. What? What you just said. Walking away. away.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: So good job, and and, and (laughs) that makes me happy because uh, my ex-husband beat the hell out of me. Um, I got up, beat the hell out of him, and um, that's not the way it's supposed to be. So what you just said, thank you. I appreciate that. Mm.
2: Of course. Yes. So
0: what I would say is I think that uh, in the workplace, The expected forms of communication tend to be more masculine. Like if we go with like traditional masculine traits. So it's interesting the point that you raised on the more interpersonal level. I think that the uh, feminist waves tend to focus on how in the workforce feminist traits get overlooked, right? So for example, if men are more assertive, if they don't apologize, right? They just kind of say whatever they're going to say. Yes. Then they tend to be rewarded with being noticed, with their opinions being put on display, with just having a seat at the table, etc. And women have to learn to accommodate that yes. in the workplace. Yeah. Do you think that that? I'm just. I'm just. I don't have an answer here and I'm not trying nah, to get an answer. I, I'm, just, I, I'm just trying to think like, it's it's interesting because you point out the inner person, like when, when, when the influencers on TikTok or social media are talking about the way men need to accommodate women so that they have that communication, but not as much the other way around in the workplace, the opposite seems to be true. And I'm trying to think like, why would that nah, be? Uh, and
2: I, I got, I got the, I mean, other than the delusion of the modern feminists, I, I think the answer there is think about it this way, right? Okay, I, I've assumed once. I won't do it again. Ryan, are you are you are Caucasian, correct? Correct. Okay, so let's Charline say that tweeted. you, were, <laughs> yeah, 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 let's say that you were to go to the middle of the roughest part of Compton, Los Angeles, or Com- Com- Compton, California, right? Okay. Yep. In order to survive, in order to you know not get really messed up, you would have to in a sense of the word, in a non-offensive sense of the word, you would have to act as though you belong there. You would have to learn how to communicate in the ways that they do and be the way that, quote-unquote, they are in order to not get effed up, in order to survive, okay? Yep. And that goes for anything, anywhere. If you were to go to China, if you want to truly be proficient in China, you have to learn Mandarin, right? Right? Wherever you go... More you more than
1: one language in China.
2: But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you learn Mandarin, you'll be pretty much set. Pretty much everywhere in China, mostly, because um, my friends are from China and they only they only speak Mandarin. They don't they don't have the. I think they call the other one chicken language. I'm not I'm not. I can't remember the exact name of it, but that's what they call. it. I'm
3: not sure
2: that's no, I'm uh, <laughs> hey, they're <laughs> Chinese. Well, so. to, for
3: say whatever you want.
2: Um, So, you know, that's the rule of thumb everywhere. Wherever you go, you mold to their rules, right? In in, in every instance, in every way applicable that I can think of off the top of my head, right? So I don't see why it would be literally any different for women coming into the workplace and that workplace is a male-dominated workplace, right?
1: I I should not have to kiss a man's ass (laughs) when I am way above his... Whatever, I'm better than him. I know my job better. I should not have to kiss ass to get that position. No, sir. I should not have to mold into something else. When I love myself and I am who I am, and if you don't like it, then screw off. I'm gonna go a, a level higher, and I'm gonna show everything that I have, and I'm gonna kick this dude right the hell out the way where he belongs. So, and no, see, sir. And, and see, no, like I
3: agree. No, but, no, like you see, I agree with I'm that.
1: I'm not done. You do not mold. I will never mold. And I know a lot of women that won't mold to a man or or something else that, that needs to be done. No, sir, you're wrong. Go ahead. And you see, like, on a, on a
2: personal <laughs> level, I agree with that. Like, I, 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 I've I never been one to kiss ass. And I, and I know for a fact that has screwed me out of a lot of things personally in life. I, 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 I know that. But I, I think that there's a difference between, like, what I would agree with on a personal level and then, like, what would I agree with on, on, a, on a, a higher level of a sense of word, at least in the sense of uh, being the workplace, right? Like, if I know, like, I, I think I know, and at least I feel like a lot of people would agree with, in order to move up in certain times in, at the workplace, you're going to have to kiss ass, right? I won't do it. I, I, I would re- literally rather die than do that. I'm not even, I'm not even exaggerating. I would literally rather die. <laughs> but, and, and I acknowledge that because I won't do that, I might not, you know, move up at times. But also one thing that I think is kind of interesting, Miss Danny is when you said myself and a lot of other women won't kiss a man's ass to move up right why is it that it has to be a quote-unquote man's ass what like
1: I'm a woman i'm sorry i, I should i'm I, 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 I will not kiss a woman's ass But I'm, I'm smarter than he is and I deserve the job just like I did with the state of Arizona I'm going to fight for it I'm going to prove it and I'm going to get it
2: Respect. so um, but see and maybe not even to you personally but I feel as though a lot of women like in terms of like the at least in the, the context of this conversation you know like kissing ass right wouldn't want to kiss ass to their manager not because they have a problem with kissing ass but because they have problem with kissing ass to a man they have
1: a problem standing up for themselves they have a problem feeling less than, and that is conditioning. 100%. Okay, maybe 90%. That is conditioning. <laughs> that is conditioning. We are conditioned to be submissive to, but I'm just going to say it, man. We are. Now, me as a woman, I don't care if you're a man or a woman. I'm not going to back down. Now, I wish other women, and that is why I'm so vocal and so loud about what I do and my advocacy for myself and others, man, woman, trans, I don't care. I will advocate for you until the day I die as long as you are doing the right thing. And that's it. So, I mean. I got a question for
2: you, Sandy. Annie. Yes. Um, why is it do you think that women are taught to be submissive?
1: Why? Uh, because back, let's say again, I'm 42 the united states was a christian nation okay it may still kind of be we were taught to love our man to feed them to have sex with them whenever we want to (laughs) um to whatever no sir i mean yes to a point but god bless america no (laughs) (laughs)
2: um But uh, I would argue that the the role of women, even in uh, let's let's use this term just for lack of a better one, in Christian times, let's say, right? I would say that the role of a woman was still a respectable one. No.
1: Was it like the woman who, who was a whore and she ended up washing Jesus's feet at two? Well, or, the like the, the, the mother... woman the woman who turned around and looked, and it all turned to salt. That was respectable. Come on, keep it going. I went to private Christian school.
2: (laughs) I I would say, no, like the, rather the, the role of, uh, the role of a, one of two, one of two roles. I would say the role of mother or the role of virgin. I would say they were rather respectable roles. No. Would entire empires, kingdoms, countries would go to war over, over, over women. No.
1: Let me tell you one thing there. I can't remember who it was. Was it? Ruth, I can't remember. But she was, her husband gave her permission to have sex with another man to have a child. That's respectable to you? No. He,
2: I'm assuming he couldn't bear his own children?
1: He was too old, and she was too old, but they still did it. Either way, they were married, they were biblical people, and 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 you're telling me that um, adultery... Is in the Ten Commandments. However, comma, unless you can can't have a baby, like you can fuck whoever you want. No.
2: Were you okay. gonna say, Ryan? You look like you're about to say something.
0: So you were asking about the respectability. I was gonna say that I think that the first wave of feminism probably arose. I mean, just from the basic idea that they were their their role might have been considered respectable, but they weren't treated equally, right? Like they actually at the time uh, were not paid the same, right? So I I think that we've seen a very large arc of evolution of the U.S., the expectations, as well as even just uh, the feminist waves, right? Like we started with we want equal pay, we want equal rights, we want to be able to vote, and now it's completely shifted. So I I don't know. I I think that that, I I don't know. I would just be careful with how that I wouldn't conflate the respectability with whether or not they were treated equally, right? Because, like, and I think that that's what, agreed, agreed. what the feminism wave that we're talking about. So, and and I feel like we've we've done almost an overcorrection, right? Like we started with things were not equal, on some individual levels, sometimes they're not, but like the societal level. Title Nine exists for a reason, right? To protect both women and minorities in the workplace, so you can't be discriminated against. That same for Title mm-hmm. What is it? Title Seven. I think is. Oh, sure. I think I flipped those. Uh, title Title Nine is sexual harassment. Title Seven is. Um, I think that's like you can't discriminate based off of like sexual preference, things like that. So I guess uh, that that does kind of bring us a little bit into radical feminism, which says system is corrupt because it is it is patriarchal in nature anything it touches good or bad is inherently bad because it is a patriarchal system tear it down and it's focused on the power thoughts Ryan. on that <laughs> okay. danny danny right. looks me, like she's let me ask you a question right <laughs> yeah go ahead
2: do you watch jordan peterson don't you
0: i do sometimes
2: because I, I i've heard a lot of Damn near verbatim uh <laughs> quotes from you from Peterson videos that I recall I, I have a pretty good auditorial memory yep uh, so I, I i the way that you've said things I'm like I'm pretty sure Jordan Peterson said that exact thing word for word
0: probably but,
2: yeah. probably
0: I think that I don't know was it mm. was that was that was that the end of the question
2: oh yeah that was it uh Ms. Danny looked like she wanted to go first so she's got it first
0: <laughs> go ahead Danny.
1: Uh, I should probably be
0: why? That's the point of the show. <laughs> supposed to uh, if there's no controversy, it's not a good show.
1: Okay, so tell me again what the question was so I can burn you, Tony. <laughs>
3: right,
1: right.
0: Radical feminism. So the idea that the system needs to be torn down because of the systems of power, patriarchy. I don't know, all, everything from like women have internalized systemic oppression to where like even now the idea that the fact that you can get a job, there's still things that you've internalized et cetera, Things like that.
1: So Let me ask you, we have and let's not I don't care what you think about these people um, we have Martha McSally, we have Nikki Haley, we have the dumbass <laughs> vice president um, you know, we have a The drunken Nancy Pelosi. You're gonna tell me that these these women are the majority of them are wonderful women. Nikki Haley, Martha McSally, I've met them both. Um, You know the uh, I've met Debbie Lesko, who I'm kind of on the verge of. Anyway, um, but there are positions and these women fought their way up there and they made it. You want to know why? Because they were, I am like them. I will fight and fight and fight. And I if a man in a patriarchal position, let's say Donald Trump, doesn't want a female to be yada, 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 listen, I'm going to stand right up to him and I'm going to tell him exactly why I should be there. Patriarch is a strong Male-driven, protective thing that we need in our society. Now, should it be like way like abusive, and
2: oppressive,
1: oppressive? God no! Should it be protective, polite, kind? <clears throat> Absolutely. Yep. Now, if if these. Radical feminists have a problem with it. They can come see me. So <laughs> I, I'll have a good conversation with them. I promise
0: I, I think that one of the this kind of goes back to what we touched on a little bit earlier It really depends on how you define things right because what you're touching on there Danny really gets at the true definition Of a patriarchy like just because we tend to emphasize specific traits Doesn't automatically mean that it's oppressive to women now historically US has been oppressive to women, of course. There are still individuals who are assholes, who need to have a conversation with Danny, who are oppressive to women. But at the same time, it doesn't necessarily mean that just because we value specific things and by definition we become a patriarchal society, that it is oppressive to women. And I think that that, that's the problem that I have with radical feminism trying to tear down the system is that instead of trying to fix it, they say, "Baby, out they're, with the bathwater," and and, and I, I disagree with that. What Would you say, Danny?
1: They are generalizing, hmm. and it's very well. it Sagan.
2: Very, they're generalizing very heavily. Yeah.
1: Yes, and it's every man is an asshole. Every man <laughs> is oppressive. No. No, you're wrong. Yep. You're absolutely wrong. My father is the most kindest man I've ever met. And if I could nominate him for the best award in the world, it would be he is not that type of man. My stepdad, on the other hand, is a <laughs> And uh, so, like, the, the guy I'm seeing now, awesome, there's a difference. Now, these super patriarchal men who are cheap um, just cannot be that way. And that is why, well, partially why these radical women, other than the fact that they want to be in charge, and they should not 100% be in charge. Why? Because we need both sides to tell us what one side needs and what the other side needs, and then come to a compromise. Let's stop this crap Mm -hmm. about... I need this. This is the only way it's going to be, whether it's a man or a woman. We need to come together and we need to compromise, and we need to talk, respectively. That's why we started the show. <laughs>
2: uh, so for this question, the reason why I asked you, Ryan, if you watch Jordan Peterson, yep. because I would say in the last month, I have learned so much stuff. It's It's insane. Uh, I remember I was watching a Jordan Peterson video, actually, and and he said it many times. He calls essentially modern feminists and a lot of people uh, on the left. uh, What was it? Woke, neo-Marxist, radical feminist or radical modernist. I'm sorry. And if you don't know what those terms mean, then it just sounds like, wow, that's a bunch of malarkey. That's not real (laughs) English. Right. And I actually watched some videos recently that explained all of those terms. It described woke. Uh, Marxism and neo-Marxism and modernism and radical modernism, right? And they were all three separate. They were separate videos, right? Oh my God, when I tell you that was the moment I realized Jordan Peterson was even more of a genius than what I thought it was insane. Um, And once I watched those videos, it made me realize like, one, he knew what he was talking about, and two, that seems to be the reason why a lot of radical feminists, their beliefs have no basis in reality and they're nothing but delusional. What's the reason?
3: what, what Based was on the, the
2: reason? core values of, uh, at the very least, uh, uh, Marxism and modernism, right? Based mm-hmm. on the core beliefs of those two things, they're not so. You're not supposed to like the opposition is not supposed to win. Who is the opposition? Literally anyone who does not believe in the things that they believe in, mm-hmm. right? So like um, Marxism, you know, and, and it's kind of crazy because Marxism, all of the ideas that spawned from Karl Marx, none of them are achievable. None of them are possible, right? They literally cannot work, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Whether that be socialism, communism, Marxism, none of them can work. Uh, And the idea is essentially you have two groups of people, the oppressed and the oppressors, right? The the oppressed do not – there is no conversation to be had with the oppressors, right? And you need to overthrow them even violently if necessary. But – And it's neo-Marxism because it's not actual Marxism, it's just they took the core ideas, uh, the ideologies, and spun it to what they needed it to be, which is feminism in this case, right? And then it's modernism. Modernism is essentially almost the same thing, right? Where it's essentially like everyone who who does not believe what I believe is the opposition and is not worth talking to, and they will even uh, deflect into ad hominem arguments. Right? Yep. Anything that comes out of your anything that comes out of your mouth is wrong. Right? If you are, if, for example, full. I do this thing with my girlfriend. I call it full circle, where anything <laughs> that I say it will come back around. So full circle here, right? So Let's back, huh? Let's circle
3: back. back.
2: Yeah, yeah, circling, <laughs> <laughs> circling back. You know, it goes to. Um, Oh, if you're pro-life, you're anti-woman. That's exactly like that, right? And any other example that you have it. Oh, I'm a woman and I'm saying this thing. If you disagree with me, then you are a misogynist and you hate women. And these are the kinds of things that they, it's it's a mental game and they cannot lose. Because their very beliefs and ideology are not based in any form of achievable reality, mm-hmm. right? And, and, for example, you said, uh, like, uh, I believe as Danny said along the lines of, like, we need the patriarchy, not the oppressive, abusive parts, but the patriarchy has essentially gotten us to where we are today, right? Yeah. And the whole idea behind at least one of those three political beliefs that I mentioned, I can't remember which one. <coughs> I have to go back and rewatch the video. <laughs> it's essentially... Um, that if the system is broken, there is n- if the system does not work, there is no fixing the system. We have to destroy the system and restart again, yep. even if the system is the one that got us to where we are today. Yep. I posted something on my TikTok where it was um, a bunch of, I think, I believe it was eight or nine women, and it was uh, some... Uh, interviewing page or whatever and they're like the world would be a better place without men and there were actually people who agreed with that yeah. and my tiktok was literally if you are a man and you and you believe that the world would be a better place without women or you're a woman and you believe the, the world would be a better place without men you are delusional and you need to see need, a therapist well, you I need mean, help you need empty. professional help huh? the world
1: would be empty without men
0: well on a a biological fundamental level yes
2: (laughs) not even that let's pretend let's pretend that both sexes uh, let's uh, like two different scenarios where both sexes the opposite disappeared and we still had a way to reproduce right let's pretend that all three and a half billion men on the planet disappeared all at once okay right society would collapse in a few hours Simply because only off of the factual matter that most of the jobs that keep society running plumbers, electricians, HVAC people, construction workers, sewage workers, blue collar workers all the list goes on. The people who keep society objectively running most of them, if not all of them, are 90 to 95 plus percent men, right? absolutely so to to say that you know like men are the problem and men are trash or men are bad you, you how are you saying this while using the internet which was not only <laughs> invented by a man it is currently being run by men and almost every single thing that keeps your life protected and safe, and you know, away from the outside wilderness, is is done by men. How can you say that? And I'm not making the argument. Oh yeah, men are better than women because I'm not. I would never make that argument because it's mentally ill to You make. know,
1: Tony. You know, I would tell you if I thought that. <laughs> well, I think you are 100 on point, absolutely. And and if what? We didn't have men, we wouldn't have the country we have today.
0: And so, if, if we took the exact opposite of what Tony said and all the women were gone, society would collapse for different reasons, but similar reasons, right? It wouldn't be because of the jobs, Ooh. but it would you be re- why? because me- men would devolve into worthless creatures, <laughs> right? No, so, like, I, I not think. Honestly, probably,
1: probably. But I'm women saying. fight. We have emotions. We will go against each other constantly. Hey, you, say say it, not it. Not
2: make. you said it, on me. You
1: said it, on me. I've dated <laughs> tons of
2: them. You
0: said it, I, not me. I had an instructor. <laughs> Who he was, <laughs> I loved this, this perspective he gave me. He said uh, he was a grad student at the time, and he said that um, the question was posed: um, Would would there be war if women ruled the world? And he said yes, and more yes. of it. He said because men fight for sex, power, and land. He said if they lose any of those three, they stop. He said women fight to win, which means they will fight until one of them is not left standing. And so he said that that war would continue. So like, I don't I, to me that the main problem I have with the feminist movement taken to some of these directions. Not all. Again, first wave, no problem with that. But with intersectional, with radical feminism, they place people in boxes. And Danny, this goes back to earlier conversations we've had. You are viewed as a box. And the moment you step outside that box, you call her outside the lines, and they can't categorize you like that. They get really mad at you. And anyone else like that? Same for Tony. Tony, you're saying a lot of things (laughs) that a black man's not supposed to say, (laughs) you know? So it's like you... Oh man,
2: I've been thrown into so many different boxes. I got called a closeted homosexual because i follow a bunch of gay men on instagram right and the reason why but I, if you don't you're not inclusive that,
0: it's it's dude, a, you the reason can't why wait. i
2: follow them is because i've met them on like movie sets and tv sets because mm-hmm. i've done a lot of background work and these are oh, people wow. that i actually met and i really really liked i did like an unfollowing uh, uh, like two weeks ago mm-hmm. where i unfollow like 190 accounts right and i was like i can't do that to these people because i like actually mm-hmm. like i, I, I fuck with them. You know, oh, i'm sorry i believe with them, <laughs> you know what i mean um
0: we'll leave it out later don't worry <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah yeah and you know, and I was like, it feels disrespectful to do that to them. And I, and the fact that I got called a closeted homosexual because I, um, I, what was it? I was essentially calling you know, women slash feminism out, of modern feminism out on their bull And it's like, oh, I'm a closeted homosexual because I that plus I followed a, a bunch of gay men. I'm like, that is crazy to me. So here's something. You know?
0: Make it make sense to me. Why is that used as an insult? Like, what <laughs> is it bad yeah, to be gay and be in the closet? Like,
2: what? People on the left do not understand the hypocrisy of their own argument. They are so delusional they yep. can't see it, and there is no amount of explaining that you can do to them that will make them see that hypocrisy. It is literally the core values of their beliefs and ideologies. They are meant to be delusional. They are sheep.
3: And
0: they... Say that again, Danny. I think your mic is down. Wait,
2: Danny. I, uh, yeah, turn your game hey, down. A little bit.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's better. Okay. So they are sheep, and I, I'm not sorry for saying that. Joe Biden, or uh, Obama, or Hillary. Like, if they say something, they're going to believe it, and they're going to follow it 100%. I don't even think they believe it. Well, even if they don't believe it, they don't like the orange man, period. And I've seen a lot of people, and I've spoken to a lot of people who did not vote for... The orange man because they didn't like him
3: because they, they believe
2: that he's racist, sexist and homophobic and all this and all that. And I was like, honestly, I, I literally could not care less about him one way or another. Like, I, I don't know.
1: is has dementia and can't find his way from the helicopter to the front door of the White House. Give me Speedy a damn Biden
0: break. Tony, you, you brought up Jordan Peterson, and I'm going to be accused of going down the right pipeline now. <laughs>
3: okay.
0: uh, but uh, this this actually gives me an interjection uh, that I, I wanted to bring up. And, and I've, been, I've been thinking about this recently, as I have watched more of him. The second episode we did was about Jordan Peterson. And I really hadn't watched much Jordan Peterson before that episode. I certainly hadn't read his book. The reason we talked about it Uh, And it was brought up because it was current news and events because the, I forget which Marvel editor it was, but he had written a comic where basically Hydra, aka basically the Marvel Nazis, they used his talking points and they did like a spoof of it, basically saying Jordan Peterson is a Nazi, is the alt-right. And I would say one of the biggest mistakes that I have made as a podcaster, as a live streamer, we didn't live stream at the time, was we showed up to talk about that and wound up getting off on the book a little bit none of us have read the book and th- that is that is a huge mistake and so like if i go back I, I i've left it up because i don't believe in like ghost editing where you go back and you like just delete stuff unless like i really say something that i was shamed i was like you know what i think i, I actually I, I would like in the future to do an episode where i re live that episode and then Talk about how I think I've grown, learned, changed, cetera, Because I think there was a lot of very unfair takes that I gave and other people gave, especially considering we had not read the book. And so, like one of the biggest things I've learned: if you're going to talk about something, if you're going to interview someone or have someone on, do your damn homework. And I didn't at the time. That was sure. a, that was a huge mistake that I made. Did you hear me? I said, just read
1: the book too.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and i I've, I've, I've been reading through, I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Just, just an interesting way that things get twisted. And this is not really on feminism, but he does get attacked a lot. And one of the things is that he, he, his, his audience's ma- majority is male, but it's the YouTube that they pull from. And he actually addressed this in a side interview conversation. He basically said, stereotypically, when women go to watch things on YouTube, they tend to go towards more fantasy and romance, and men tend to go towards self-help and politics, and it's really funny, because like I I tend to drift towards those. Um, And he's like, so yeah, it would make sense that the majority of his YouTube audience is male, because he is self-help, slash self-improvement, slash politics and media. And he has... it, it's very interesting if you look at his actual lecture breakdown, he has a lot of women, a lot of minorities. It just so happens that his YouTube audience is predominantly from what they've pulled, male and white. I, I don't think that you can really make anything other than uh, of that other than just saying that's the way that it is. I don't know. Anyway, this is getting off on a side tangent, but other thoughts? Nah, uh,
2: <laughs> wait, wait, wait just, just, I know it's a side tangent. Yeah, go second. ahead. It, you're the stats guy, so you should know. I think one thing that's really interesting is I remember I saw a study once that was like 70 or 75% of Tinder users are male, yep. right? Um, and I'm like, okay, that doesn't sound right,
3: Hmm.
2: but let's pretend that it is. Let me, let me humor you. I'm going to go look up the study because, you know, I like to know reasons behind things and one thing,
3: and
1: one,
2: say
0: that again, Danny, I
1: said, I'm not disagreeing with you, Tony. I just think that's gross.
2: (laughs) Um, not, and see the thing about that is actually the reason for that is, is because it's exactly, it's the exact reason that Ryan said it's the, it's the audience, Hmm. right? Um. The um, the study was taken for Android users, mm. right? And I was like, okay, so Android users. Let me let me make another quick Google search. How, what is the percentage of men to women who use Android users? It was about seventy percent. The re but the but the Tinder study the the Tinder study itself only used Android users who are using Tinder. <laughs> So the reason why it was 75, 75% men is because it was using Android, and about 70% of Android users are men. Yeah. If, if, and, you, and I, if you if you are a there.
0: scientist, social scientist, whatever, if you're conducting a study and you are worth your salt, you should be reporting yeah, that information.
2: Yeah, you watch a lot of Jordan Peterson. No, you watch a lot of Jordan Peterson. Don't lie to me. You have not seen a few videos. Do not ever lie to me like that again. If you use the term "worth their, worth their salt, you watch a lot of Jordan Peterson. There are other people pe-
0: who say that.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't so you
1: should at least um, ask a hundred people to no. get an accurate um, answer. So I don't think they did. So I, I I, will, was just, I was just trying to like, you know, change the subject there. No. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I, I've come up with a with a new rule for myself, and just and I, I don't, I, I don't. And I, I took this from Dave Chappelle when he was responding to the attacks on his comedy special. He said, I'm happy to talk to any of you, but you got to watch the special first. I am done talking to people about anyone or anything that they haven't researched themselves or looked into. Like I, I think that anyone that I know that has criticized Jordan Peterson I hasn't watched him or hasn't watched him recently or they, they tend to react to the people who react to Jordan Peterson. And again, going back to the just the ethics of research, you never go off of the secondary citations. You go to the source. There are probably plenty of things that you could complain about about him, the things that he says, the way that he says things, sure. Let's talk about that. Let's not talk about the takes people have on him or, or like on any topic. I think that we need to debate the source. And I know you're not bringing this up as an attack, but I'm just gonna head off any person who would say, you know, <laughs> saying that like watching Jordan Peterson is like an insult. If you have an issue with him, uh, first of all, come on the show, let's talk I about know, it. Like I, I would, I would I lo- know, and I know you don't, but like I, don't like I would know. love to have a conversation <laughs> over the source.
2: Like, I, I love Peterson simply because, like, like I said, for the purpose of my page, you know I just want arguments to be good. I just want people to make good arguments.: you know?
0: I think there's a lot that people might have as valid criticisms. He's a very smart individual, very smart, and I think that's objectively true. What, Dennis?: He's
1: medium.
0: He is Canadian. (laughs) He is Canadian. So as we, I don't know, we'll go as long as as we want here. We usually stick to an hour past that, I don't care. Uh, I think the last part of the outline uh, for our show notes that we haven't touched on yet, where are we now? What do we think the current landscape is? How do you think? Because like right now we're in a digital age. We're on the social media platforms. My my two co-hosts here are met them on TikTok. How do you think social media, especially TikTok, let's say, has influenced, for better or for worse, the feminist movement? So, Adjust your mic, you're down. Oh yeah,
1: plans.
0: there we go, you're back, um, go ahead. Oh,
1: did you hear what I said?
2: Yeah. No, I didn't.
1: No, okay, so may I go first? So uh, I have sooner plans. Yeah, absolutely. No. Okay, so my TikTok, um, Ryan, you've seen it. Yep. I am very, very, very direct. Yep. I'm very open, and honest about how I feel. Whether I'm, I'm helping a Democrat or a Republican, I will explain why. I also am very open about my mental health and my former substance abuse. Um, now regarding feminism, they hate me, and <laughs> thank God, because I don't want to be associated mm. with that, unless it's me burning my bra because I hate bras, but <laughs> um, other than that, like, no men, the, the world would be a better place without men. I'm sorry, but you women and whomever else believes that are stupid, And you can find me on TikTok and just go ahead and join the others and tell me exactly how you feel because I'll laugh about it. So give me a giggle. Now, (laughs) other than that, um, we, like I said, we need, need to all come together, whether red, blue, or gray. Come together. Talk about things. Not be rude and hatred. But come together maybe write down and come to a compromise because right now what's going on is ruining the greatest nation of the world okay we have joe Biden, like i said that cannot find his way from the helicopter to the front door of the white house we have a man who cannot Say things at all. I mean, I can't remember what he said. Uh, These corn problems. You know what? You got to go, brother. I'd rather have (laughs) Obama in there. Listen, and that's terrible. Okay? So we all need to come together, figure out something that's going to work, have somebody like me up there. I'm either going to destroy it. Or remembering it together. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, that's my hot takes. Yep. Um, come together, let's figure shit out. You know, we are so divided right now that it disgusts me, and I'm tired of it. You know, I don't know for the longest time where the hell I belong, but <laughs> now I know that I belong here with me. And if you don't like it, get the hell out of here. (laughs) Because that's the way it's going to be. So I'm not red. I'm not blue. Maybe a little gray. But if you have an issue with me feeling like patriarchy needs to be here and that women should advocate for their damn self and not rely on anybody or not do a damn thing and just be a victim, get out of here too. So my uh, TikTok is Navy dot nineteen eighty one TikTok is Navy dot nineteen eighty one. Find me. I gotta go on my date.
0: Yep. Hey, you have fun, and uh, we will link all of Danny's stuff below. But thanks for joining us, Danny, especially so last minute. We appreciate it.
1: Tony, I had a good time, and you know, I just talk a lot of trash. So <laughs> um,
3: hey, I'm
2: from the south. I'm completely okay with it. I'm, I'm not the same as these pansy northerners.
1: <laughs> Good deal, because I really enjoyed speaking with you. Brian, text Same. me later. Yep. I'll talk to you later. Next week. See ya. God, God bless America, and uh, we're going to make it.
2: God bless you. Have a great night, Miss Annie. Bye-bye. All right,
0: Thank Tony, you. your thoughts on how <laughs> – How? just to go back to the question, how, did, uh, how do you think social media, TikTok especially, has influenced feminist movement recently?
2: Oh boy! I think it's it, children are impressionable, right? I'd say children, boys or girls, are impressionable because, uh, as I'm, I'm sure you've heard him say before, uh, Jordan Peterson made the claim before. Uh, boys and girls are pretty much damn near the same, right? Because puberty hasn't kicked in, and the difference and the things that make us different uh, haven't kicked in to make us really, really different yet, yep. right? Um, but I would say that once, but I'd say that once puberty happens and once we're adults, I would say that women are more impressionable than men because they're more emotional creatures right and I, I i believe that so i think the problem with it is is the TikTok apps like TikTok TikTok is tock is, is a child's app is a children app right and when it was you get yeah. On, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah and when you get on apps like that like children aren't aware enough intelligent enough or mature enough to do things like research their own children will believe whatever they see and whenever you go on social media and you promote these kinds of ideas to children like they're not going to argue with it right like, I, I've made the argument before, like, so let's take the uh, empire of, of Greece, right? The, the Greece empire. The Greece empire had a lot more homosexual men, okay? Now, you have two scenarios. There's only two outcomes here, or two possible two possibilities at the very least, right? Would you say that Gr- Greece had more homosexual men because it was the more, it was the social norm, right? It was what you had to do in Greece as a man, right, essentially, be homosexual right and have sex with men right or that more men were homosexual because it was more socially acceptable
0: is right? that, that the same though whether it's the norm or it's more socially acceptable
2: um i would so i would say the norm meaning society pushes you towards that is what i would say okay i would say socially acceptable is like you can do it if you want Right. We don't we don't really care one way or another. Right. Sure. Like you can sure. be, you can be a doctor. Right. Uh, being a doctor is socially acceptable. Being a doctor is not the social norm.
0: OK. OK. I right? see the difference now. Yep.
2: So I uh, so those are the only two possibilities. And I would argue that because it was the social norm, there were more gay. There were more homosexual men. Right. OK. And I I feel as though, and depending on what it is, it's not, depending on the topic at hand, that's not always necessarily a negative thing, but once that's why, you know, like you have all of these LGBT kids coming out, like all of a sudden, right? And all these four, four, six, seven year olds, whatever, however young they are before the age of puberty saying they're trans, how do you know, right? You haven't even lived your life as a boy, as a girl, as a man, as a woman, like you, you, you have no frame of reference. How do you know that you're in the quote unquote wrong body? And I think promoting ideas like this on social media, essentially just, I'm going to use this word. I'm sorry if it gets one of us canceled. Essentially, (laughs) minds of younger uh, of of boys and girls into believing things that aren't even all the time necessarily true. You know, Mm
3: -hmm. and
2: even
0: things that you have a lot of detransitioners and the detransitioners are basically told you shouldn't Dude, share your I story have been because it's trying hurts.
2: to find stats on that please yeah. if you have anything send them to me i searched for an hour and couldn't find the best piece of evidence i got was in this range for st- for stats is disgusting yeah. right the well, best range i found was anything from under 1% to up to 8% as
0: as trans as
2: de- as detransitioning transitioning from trans. Oh,
0: as de-transitioning. I, like, I don't know, but I think one of, one of the problems and why this would be a flawed study to begin with, it hasn't gone on long enough for us to have the longitudinal data.
2: And not even that, right? And this is where the problem with people, and this isn't necessarily, this isn't the argument that I hate where people m- make words mean whatever they want them to mean. This more so plays into the... Uh, words you can use words how you want to correctly right define a trans individual right now what does that mean because i I can give you about four different parameters right now well it depends is
0: it it transgender transsexual like are they are they exactly have they transitioned mentally um so they're not comfortable or have they actually had sex reassignment surgery like what i i I, like you're saying it, it would depend on how they're
2: they're using it so even the even the question, right? How many trans people have detransitioned? You can't answer that because yeah. uh, well, I'm not saying transgender or transsexual. I'm just saying trans. It, yeah. That trans means both of those, right? So for example, it, it's things like like that, it, it, where how do you define it? Yeah. You know, uh, and so detransitioning. If what if it was just a mental thing? What if it like for five years I, I didn't take any hormones, I didn't do any surgeries, nothing like that. I just was like, oh, I'm I'm a woman. Right. Yep. For five years, if I just decide after five years, oh, I'm a man now, right? Does that count as detransitioning?
0: That's a good question. I don't know.
2: Right. So, and, and so I, that's I why feel like I, de- it's I feel hard like hard to find those numbers.
0: So I, I I would say that to to detransition by definition you had to transition, right? And I think that if you're using the term trans to mean that they they're they're not the sex that they were given at birth but they don't go through the hormones they don't go then there's nothing to detransition right so then it's just kind of
2: but you could but you could but like the thing is like you could argue that right like a person could. who and that's why i believe that study would even be hard to get you know like it would be hard to find actual numbers cuz like if it's just a mental thing then who
0: yeah well and there's i forget the name of the there's there's a very famous tiktoker who it, it, she she detransitioned detransitioned um and she she gets quite a bit of hate from the left because they they effectively say that she is hurting individuals who are trans who are truly trans and like it it can range from well you weren't truly trans to you know whatever i i don't know I, i think that's another thing that's interesting to me as the just to main it's difficult i think to maintain the logical in the logical internal consistency of the feminist movement when The rights of women and the rights of trans women, meaning men who have transitioned biological men who have transitioned to being women, they they can cut against each other in some instances, depending on how you look at it. And I think that it it is they've reached an interesting point, I think it's interesting, where they've tried to be so inclusive that they wind up excluding women. Right. So one example of this would be sports. One Because if oh uh, th- there are, <laughs> yeah, and this could take a whole, we, I think we might need to do a part two on this, but like just to briefly throw out my thought here. I, I think there are sports where it doesn't matter, and there are sports where it does. MMA, it matters if you are a biological male to begin with, especially when you haven't had to detransition, when there's not regulations, etc. Because your bone density, your muscle mass, your testosterone levels are higher in comparison to your female competitors. Significantly so to where if a man had that much more testosterone and he had been juicing, he would have been expelled. So like when we are becoming inclusive, meaning I'm not gonna deny you your right to compete because you identify as a woman, but you haven't even had a detransition, well now you're sending women to have the I got the
2: I got the solution for that. It's so simple. Okay. What would you propose? all all transgender individuals have to compete with cis men. If they cannot compete with cis men, then they can't compete at all.
0: Well, you see this even with Leah Thomas. I think the the swimmer from Penn State, swimmer. right? Yep. Yeah. Who, who was an absolute embarrassment for the system. Four hundredth in the males, and then he yep. didn't. He didn't even transition before going. Like there was no hormones, no nothing. He just flipped. I, I believe I'm correct on that, but if not, comment below. But uh, <laughs> it, he he said. I'm a woman, and then he was, you know, obviously just like the sheer wingspan when it comes to... There, there's a biological advantage there for Leah Thomas. So, I, I don't know. I, I think that that's... So, what you're proposing then is that you have to be able to compete in the men's division.
2: Yes. Okay. Because tra- trans men and trans women both have un- unfair advantages <laughs> against cis women. And I'm sorry. I uh, No, I'm not, actually. But... It, <laughs> You have to think about fairness in terms of majority, yep. right? You cannot make it fair for the literal 0.1%, right? But make it unfair for the 99.9%. That's well, just not how the world works. With,
0: like, with the runners – Um, And this is where I think switching from equality to equity has really damaged the way that we evaluate things because equity is looking at equal outcome. It's not looking at equal opportunity. Because if we were doing equal opportunity, we'd say, hell no, if you have a biological advantage, we need to set some parameters, et cetera. Even if we were to allow women... Uh, or transgender women to compete in women's sports, there needs to be certain males, which some of them have. But when we look at it from an equity standpoint, even if uh, your proposal would probably be shot down by the general comment of saying, well, now you're not treating them as women. You need to validate them. We need to validate them with validate surgeries. Yourself. We need to validate them.
2: Validate yourself.
0: And I, I think that that's, that's what makes this conversation very interesting to me. Not Not ours, but the conversation at large. Uh, Because you and I don't have a lot of dissonance going on here. But Mm -hmm. it it gets shut down. And again, this goes back to comments about the alt-right pipeline, right? Like, we we couldn't possibly watch Jordan Peterson because he is the alt-right, so they never verify for themselves. They just say, I cannot converse with someone who has such an oppressive, repressive, regressive ideology. I can't possibly debate you. So it's just... Talk to the hand camera right there. Talk to the hand. We're, we're not we're not going to have this conversation because I'm not going to engage what I have now labeled as a bigot.
2: Right. And it, it, it closes any room for conversation. Like for my my biggest post right now, it's at like three thirty five K lights. It's wow. going stupid. Um, it's the <laughs> where I'm asking about the LGBTQ question. Right. And I can't tell you how many people have literally told me, oh, you're a cis man. You don't get to have an opinion. It's not an opinion. I'm asking a question. Or, uh, or they're saying, uh, like, my argument, one, is for simplicity. It is a whole lot easier to say, I'm going to use my pinned comment. I didn't come up with it. Go check the post of the pinned comment. Um, the community, right? It's so much easier to say that than the LGBTQ plus community, right? And some yeah. people go through the whole shebang of saying all, like, ten letters, That's just not like, that's not how conversation works. And then they're like, and I've gotten so many redundant answers. So many of the same bullshit answers. Oh, it's to show the history and it's to help people feel included and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, in order, like you don't understand the hypocrisy in order to include people in your way. You are literally excluding people. If they are not the L, the, the L, the G, the B, the T or the Q, then they are excluded and saying, oh, they all fit under the plus does not work. You're saying that the asexuals aren't important enough to say, to say out loud. You're saying that the intersexuals aren't important enough to say out loud. You're saying these things, right? If you want to be inclusive, call it the community. Oh, but I don't identify as queer. I'm going to keep it a buck. I don't care what you identify as. Look at the definition of the word. And I, and I literally defined it in the video. It is anyone. And yes, there are multiple definitions of words. But like you, you yep. whenever you're using a word... You use the one you use the, the the definition that is the most appropriate for the conversation that you're having. Well, you right?
0: can't have a debate yeah. if you're not using the same definitions. Like you cannot conflate two oh concepts because you're on different yeah, pages,
2: and, dude. And and they're like, oh well, Q, the Q was, uh, queer was used as a slur, and so is the N word. Yeah. but look, now now they, they
0: like say it. that last I had heard it was for questioning. It wasn't for the queer portion. But I hear people go back and forth on that, so I'm not quite sure,
2: dude. Uh, if you look up the full ten letters, it's LGBTQQ. It, it's both.
0: Oh, so they do both. Okay, interesting. So, it, well,
2: like in the full thing, it's it's both, right? So it, yeah. if it, 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 mm-hmm. it let's call it the community, right? Yeah. Let's say Q means queer. It can also mean questioning. Yes. Easy, easy solution. Call it Q squared community. I don't care. <laughs> so right, if it's that big of a deal, but like literally by. And it's like, oh, but I don't identify as hmm. queer. But like, you're, you're 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 pretending words don't mean what they mean, yeah. right? If and I defined it in the video, it's anyone who is not cis or not and or but or heterosexual, hmm. right? And, and it's like, oh, oh, it doesn't mean that. But no, but like, I I I blame modern feminism. I blame I, I will always blame. Why? What? Blame it what for what would
0: you What would you say is the connection there?
2: I would say modern. I would say that modern feminism uh, has a lot of ties. Uh, at least in the videos that I watch, I still need to learn more. So, like, if I'm wrong, please, I'm sorry. But a, a lot of ties with a, a modern uh, feminism has a lot of ties with LGBT. Okay. Okay. Uh, and in that, obviously, they're going to progress, uh, not necessarily at an even rate, but they're going to progress together, essentially, right? So, at, oh, <laughs> shit. sorry. I just hit my mic. Uh, so as modern feminism progresses, so does the LGBT in terms of activism, right?
0: Well, what's just as a quick interjection here, what's, what's really interesting is that women who are feminists, maybe even radical feminists, but who don't support the transgender movement, then they call it a name for that. And it's TERF, trans exclusionary radical feminists, yep. uh, because yep. they say that that's not being inclusive enough. And like, I don't know, I feel like we've reached a point. Did you watch, did you ever watch the Incredibles? Uh, yes. Disney of okay. You're right. I figured. Oh,
3: I, just, uh, I just have to ask. You
0: know where you know where I'm, I'm going with this, then? I, uh, yeah. Okay. Dude, I tell that syndrome to all the time. Syndromes.
2: It, I was like, message. I don't understand how you don't understand <laughs> that we. I was like, anyone around my age, 23. Yeah. We've all watched Incredibles. The villains' main argument yep. is if everyone is super. No one is. Whenever change when, the word people <laughs> to special. Or, it's or
0: inclusive. And if you're too inclusive, then you become exclusionary. Because, and, and we talked about this a little bit before the show, there are people who are saying we need to include the Ukrainian colors in the LGBTQ flag. And I think that just on a logically consistent level, that undercuts the message because Ukraine is not exactly known for being tolerant or inclusive towards LGBTQ people. Same for when they say the any guys? any intersectional minority box. So, for example... Palestinians and Palestine is also often lumped in with that and it's like well Palestine isn't exactly kind there are plenty of kind-hearted Palestinians but Palestine the country with the capital they literally throw LGBTQ people off of buildings, hang them from buildings, they, they, they chemically castrate them, etc. They're not inclusive, so I think that there's, a, there's an inconsistency there when you say, well, our common cause is the patriarchy. It's like, well, honestly, given the current situation, I would think that you have more cause with my, someone like myself, who is a cis, white, male, straight male, than with Palestine as a country, if I'm willing to support your movement, and Palestine as a country is not. I know that you it's can find. Sig- yeah, yes. Virtue signaling. A lot it, of it does boil down to more, that.
2: It's literally, and I, and I, I tried to tell someone in this, uh, uh, in my life recently. I was like, the reason why it's like, how are you not for, how are you not supporting Roe v. Wade, and you're, you anti, yada, yada yada. And I was like, you don't, honey, you don't understand. I don't care about Roe v. Wade for the same reason I don't care about a lot of the things, right? And I was like, let me ask you a question. Do you do you know and or care about the uh, uh, the genocidal ethnic cleansing in China? You care about that? What about what about the slave trade running in Africa? What about all this? What the richest man in America right now? His family owns a fucking emerald mine in South Africa. What about all the slaves and and, <laughs> and, and bones of, of of the less privileged that he built that that he built his wealth off of? Right? What about all the, the sex trafficking going on in Africa? What about the sex trafficking going on in your home state of? F-ing? Georgia, sorry, uh, <laughs> in the, in your state of Georgia, right? All like, and I, give me twenty minutes. I can look up more terrible things that are currently happening in the world right now. I don't care about Roe v. Wade for the same reason. I don't care about any of them. I literally. Do not have the capacity to there is I am aware of too many things all going on at once. And the fact that you want to say that I'm against women or that I hate women or that any of this bull that that any of this nonsense, right? (laughs) Apologies. Any of this nonsense, right? It's crazy that you say that because I could literally make this. Oh, you hate this uh, Chinese uh, ethnic group because you don't care about them. Oh, you hate South, Af- uh, like uh, native South Africans, you know, like, uh, like the, you know, like not European South Africans, the native South Africans. Mm. You hate the people in Georgia. Like I could make the same arguments, but I don't because I understand how nonsensical it is. You'd, and this is my problem with modern feminism. It's not a problem until it affects you.
0: Mm. You know? So you're saying that the problem is that they, the, the feminist cause doesn't take, that up as a problem unless it affects them
2: yes like it, it mm-hmm. like they will not bring it to the attention of it's like oh yeah this is a war on women this is the worst thing that's ever happened mm-hmm. yada 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 all this and all that and it's like okay but literally you are living in the in one of the top 10 most privileged countries in the world mm-hmm. like in the roe v wade it's like this is one of many things it's not like and this is another thing of the the ad hominem thing Oh yeah, a- a Roe v. Wade. If you're pro-life, it's a- it's a war on women. Like trying to overturn Roe v. Wade, it's a ro- it's a war on women, and it's like that's literally not what it is. Mm. It's, it's or interesting it's like-
0: that you say that they're not interested in it unless um, unless it affects them, it because is- like I-, I feel like. In in a lot of ways, I've seen some of the arguments be flipped, where like, especially when it comes to like the intersectional feminism, the idea behind it started as well because of our differences, right? Whether um, it be uh, sexual orientation or ethnicity, et cetera, like pick your intersectional box. When it intersects, not only is it a unique point at which you can be discriminated against, it's a different perspective. And so they were saying that I don't have to understand originally anyway, I don't have to understand your perspective, I don't have to, you know, empathize per se having lived it to understand it, we can have common cause. And that's where it started. And now it seems like it's flipped to what you were saying. I don't know. It's just interesting how it seems to go back and forth.
2: I'm a movie person. I believe all forms of art, art, whether that be movies, music, physical art, whatever it is, I believe that at at times there's a lot of lessons that you can learn from a lot of things. With that being said, I'm going to make a cringe quote from 2008. (laughs) I know for a fact that you've seen Dark Knight. Yes. Okay.
0: How did you, you know? either die <laughs> a hero,
2: you either die a hero, you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. So it might have started off in all mm-hmm. good points. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, you have a couple of idiots who take things far way too far mm-hmm. and it ruins it for everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. um, it, 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 it's a shame. It, it really and truly is, you know, or things like or it. it Like I said, their argument's not being logically consistent, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of the arguments uh, that I've heard from them saying that the Supreme Court didn't vote uh, on Roe v. Wade based on what what they um, interpreted the Constitution to be, right? They interpreted it how, like, objectively. They interpreted it subjectively based off of their own political and or religious beliefs, right? And I was like, okay, one, do you know why your argument falls apart? A Republican literally voted against, or wrote, voted to uphold Roe v. Wade. Mm. First off, like factually, it was five four. There's six Republicans. Right? It's technically
0: five three one. Roberts kind of like withdrew. He had like a concurring but dissenting opinion. It Was kind of a weird.
2: Okay. But, uh, but your general but, sentiment is correct. Yes. Right. And I was like, okay, fine. Let's use that argument. Let's use the argument that you're saying. Okay. Using that argument. So you're saying that a Democratic uh, Supreme Court justice would have objectively voted on it.
3: Mm.
2: Is that what you're saying? No, because they are going to like, of course, like, and that's the thing about interpretation. It's subjective.
0: It's not supposed to be. It is. Uh, yeah. I don't...
2: <laughs> like, it's not supposed to be. But when you, you when you write things wishy washy, yeah. it, it has to be subjective. Right. That's why we have 100 different sects of Christianity yeah. off the same effing book with the same 66 books. Right. That's why you have a hundred different sex because it's it's an interpretation it's subjective,
3: yeah.
2: right? And, and so, but that's not my argument. I'm not making that point. They want to say that the Republican justices voted because they're Republican and they're pro-choice, and that's why it meant what they wanted it to mean. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool, fine. But the Democrats are doing it too. The pro, the, the I mean, I'm sorry, they're pro-life. The, the Republicans are pro-life. Um, but that's what the, the the Democrats are doing too. They're also yeah. voting because they're pro-life. Like, w- what's your argument? Your argument falls apart with your own logic. Your own I didn't, even, I didn't even bring any of my logic into it. Your own logic is not consistent, and you are quite unironically taking a dump on your own beliefs and your own logic using things that came out of your mouth. You know, <laughs> I, just, just from this
0: one conversation we've had, it seems like the thing that enrages you the most is the logical <laughs> is logic. inconsistency, uh, which yes, I, I th- respect, th- I think you and it. I will get along for that reason. I
2: don't care <laughs> of what you believe in, I don't care make it make sense that's all hmm. that i ask make your own beliefs make sense within your own set of rules and no. beliefs if you can't do that you should not believe in it hmm. and if you could acknowledge the fact that your own beliefs are hypocritical then that's even worse <laughs> yeah and <laughs> is... acknowledge that what you're doing is wrong well and i think it I know what
0: you're saying. I would say uh, it also matters the way in which you acknowledge things. If you acknowledge that it's wrong and you still continue in it, that's different. Like, I just said, what, 20 minutes ago, that my takes on Jordan Peterson, without even having to go back and listen to them, they were probably wildly off at the minimum, if not downright terrible takes, because I didn't do my thing. And, and, and it's like, you know, the, the more—I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, you know what, I've grown and I've changed. I've become a better host. I've become a better— Uh, Deliverer with practice and like if you are in the same spot That you were six months ago three weeks ago take your pick just somewhere in your past and you haven't grown Then I would say that is a problem like something should always be changing if not, you know improving Even if you don't you don't have to go back and renounce your your thoughts. it
2: could be 0.1% every day, but after a hundred days at least if it's additive that 0.1% is now 10% You're 10% better than you were three months ago.
0: Yeah No yeah no i agree and uh <laughs> i'm interested to see if your enragement goes up when <laughs> we come back with our hot takes but what we're going to do is oh, we're going to take a i'm excited here I got some. <laughs> all right well we'll be right back with our hot takes remember you're listening to the central hub for political discourse <music> All right, uh, Tony. We never actually go anywhere. We just kind of do a quick plug. So, <laughs> what we'll do is we'll give you a chance to plug your TikTok, and I think it was your Instagram, or two accounts that are linked below. And when we do the audio-only version on our podcast platform, those will also be available. Go give them a follow. But Tony, where can they find you if they're looking for your handle?
2: Um, give me one second.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> well, he's um,
2: <laughs> yeah, sorry. On um, the spot. <laughs> so on on TikTok, it's Tony Talks TikTok or Tony Talks TT. You know, TT stand for TikTok. And all my other handles are call me Capone Vo. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if it's cap sensitive. If it is, mm. uh, the first letter of every word is capitalized. Mm.
0: I, this is just a random question I've had because I'm curious. Have you had any of your accounts warned or banned yet with giving your hot take? One hundred
2: percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I've noticed that if you say anything, <laughs> it, it, and this is why I I, I I I really hate TikTok. I really really do. Yeah. Um, but if you say anything. Negative about women or the LGBT? Oh, it's taken down so quickly. Yeah. So quickly.
0: Well, it's really interesting because uh, I, I I haven't personally experienced this. We don't have for that yet. But I I have heard of people where there's people that disagree with them. They just spam report their yep. stuff so that they get their stuff banned. It's, it's very interesting. So uh, <laughs> you should and link. It, it,
2: if you've noticed, you've it's always. uh if it disagrees with the people on the left, they're supposed to be the uh, ideology of uh, tolerance, but it is, they are the most intolerant. Intersectional,
0: intersectional, as long as you stay in specific boxes has been what I have found (laughs) and what Danny, no
2: no uterus, no opinion (laughs) on unless it agrees with us.
0: Yep. It's very, very interesting getting off his titans, but all right remember that uh, we're gonna have tony back absolutely so make sure that you like and subscribe to us so that you know when we go live and you can follow us on our facebook page our twitter our instagram just at between the liars some of them have like the little underscore like for the instagram but uh, yeah just look it up you'll find it and uh yeah so we will make sure to link all of tony's stuff below remember also if you're interested in getting a membership joining us 30 minutes before the show 30 minutes after i've been in the process of moving so that has gone to hell for the last three or four weeks but uh, we'll have that back up and running you can subscribe through the links also below get those memberships you'll get our discord channel and join us there before and after so all right uh, any other media announcements before we go back to hot takes tony
2: uh, none that I can think of.
0: Okay. All right. We're going to head right back. <laughs> so <laughs> that actually started, if you've just started following us, and just for Tony, I, I think this is an entertaining story. So <laughs> the reason we did that is because originally this was not on a podcast. We kind of got all of the kinks out of our show, uh, getting our synergy and stuff like that because we did it on the local radio station. And so we actually had to do commercials every 15 minutes because you had to do four in an hour. And so we just kept it, you know, just nostalgic. But all right, <laughs> Tony, you're going to get to give the last rebuttal. Uh, with no, not that I think that we'll disagree, but <laughs> you you will get the final say. So I'll just go ahead and start with my hot takes. It's really because I am the white cisgender male. That's why I'm going first. I'm just you know. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Gotta keep gotta to keep history consistent. Exactly. Of course. Of
0: course. So my first <laughs> my first hot take is going to be I think that feminism in its current form is a good thing that went too far. I think that you know fighting for the true equality that they were going for was a very noble thing, and I think that now we've seen a lot of the t- I, I'll just label it toxic femininity, to- toxic feminist movement. I don't know whatever. Uh, Uh, (laughs) I think that that's really been what it becomes. And again, this is where I would say I differentiate between the conservatives and the leftists right now. Leftists tend to place people in boxes. When I say that this is the case, I am generalizing. I'm going to talk to people on an individual level. We have people who are very far left on this show. Chris from the Alt-Left Podcast is a great example of that. And he doesn't even check all the boxes because he's massively pro-Second Amendment. So, like, I think that the good thing gone too far... Really is encapsulated like it's The end of the crescendo the piece de resistance is that it is now in its final Pokemon evolutionary form Where maybe not even the final form, but where we're at right now the most recent Windows update has been people are in boxes And I think we went from starting with the understanding even from a communication perspective, which is what I study People interpret things differently. There's a lot of subjective understanding uh, based off of your history like uh, Tony, you were, you were. it sounds like born and raised in Georgia. I was born mm-hmm. in uh, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Then I moved to Illinois. Then I was in the south. I was in Tennessee. I did my master's in Kentucky. did my PhD in North Dakota. I've been all over and I've had different experiences than you. We're going to hear the same thing and potentially interpret it slightly differently, but what we need is an objective truth and objective reality or we can't have these discussions. Facts. So I really think that that is another negative thing that has come out of the most recent form of feminism in its movement is that we've moved past equality, we've moved past uh, looking at people on the individual level and saying you you need equal opportunity, and we need things to now equity. And that's what the Biden administration has taken us to, is we need an equitable outcome, meaning when we draw those intersectional boxes, it has to be perfectly equal. And uh, Tony, this goes to your earlier comment. Uh, this will be my second outtake, that it is absolutely rooted objectively in Marxist communism, and they kind of picked and chose what they wanted, but at its very roots, the concept that we need equality of outcome is a socialistic communistic perspective, and that is what I think the ultimate goal, sometimes it's the read between the lines, sometimes it's objectively, you know, just out there, um, not reading between the lines, dismantle the system, because they want to rebuild it in a Marxist Socialistic perspective. Uh, I I think the other negative thing to come out of this is the ad hominem attacks the categorical boxes The uh, last thing I'll say here identity politics are just a mess I think you miss a lot of the nuance why we started this show was to get the nuance Tony You said hey, I've got a lot of left-leaning things. We've had a lot of common ground We don't agree hundred percent on everything but like and, and I think the more we have you on here the more we'll find instances where you and I disagree. Kendrew from Taboo Topic, he and I agree on a lot of things. Finally, we found some things we disagree on. And that's why I love this, is because it addresses the nuance instead of categorizing people. So that, that's my last one. Tony?
2: Uh, I linked you three videos in the chat, by the way. Sweet. Uh, that, those three videos... Changed my whole life. It changed everything that I saw. So I'll put them in our description. That. Those, th- like, it's about an hour and a half or so of footage. Okay. It, it, but that hour and a half, it has so much information that I, I, I wish I'd known for years. It would have saved me so many years of frustration. Okay. And unfortunately, okay. only many more years to come. Hmm. I would say my hot take: modern feminism will be the death of us all. It will be the, it will be the fall of modern society. We will suffer as a whole because of it and the things that it, it, it encompasses. Hmm. Um, the whole idea, like, like regardless if you hate the patriarchy, you think it's the worst thing ever, yada yada yada. The fact of the matter is, we are at we are the way that we are as a society today because of patriarchy. That's not up for discussion, right? Because we've lived, and I'm not saying for that better women or worse, yeah, it. yeah. I'm not saying that women couldn't have done it. That's not what I'm saying, but they didn't, right? Whether they, it's because they couldn't, whatever, right? But they didn't. Right. So patriarchy has got us to, to where we are today. All of the, every single great, at least physical thing that you could think of in your life is because of patriarchy. Right. And some of those things, like, um, sh- uh, like Miss Danny mentioned earlier, you know, it doesn't, you, we, we, I'm glad that we've moved further away from a point of oppression and abuse. Right. That's, and that's what we need to do. But uh, modern feminism is essentially trying to demasculate men, it's trying to take away masculinity from men. And the fact of the matter is, I, 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 I and maybe I could be wrong. I'm willing to admit that I could be wrong, um, but it's only speculation, and and that goes for whether you agree or disagree with me. Sure. But the fact of the matter is, I think the world. I think that we as a country and as a society will fail if we do not have masculine men. Um, you do not see feminine men going out here and working blue collar jobs. You do not see women going out here and working blue collar jobs, right? Engineers, not it's not even blue collar, but engineers mostly women. A lot of um, types of <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, mostly men. I, <laughs> I know what you uh, meant. <laughs> a, a, ty- a lot of types of doctors, um, a lot of fields of MD doctors are men, right? Uh, there are a lot of, there are a lot of uh, MD doctors uh, fields that are dominated by women, but a lot of them are men. Uh, a lot of the research fields, men. Most of the things that we need in order to actually move forward, not on a societal level, but as a, a, like almost in a sense a species level, Mm-hmm. they're all male-dominated fields. And the thing about it is, if you take away masculinity from men, then these I personally believe these fields will not be dominated in the same sense, and I believe that we will stagnate and eventually decline, on mm-hmm. uh, at least on a, a species technological level, right? Uh, we will stagnate, and if you stagnate too much, then other people will pass you, and then once other people start to pass you, you know, y- y- you'll fall behind and they'll take you over, right? Mm-hmm. Because the fact of the matter is every single country in the world, every modern country needs a military. That's not really up for discussion, right? Are we going to have a bunch of feminine men in the military? Are we going to have a bunch of women in the military? So many times we've tried to do things like lower the standards for women and they still fail, right? So what does that mean? Does that means we need to lower the standards just for women? Well, that's sexist, is it not? If they can't pass the test, then they fail. And if you want to argue it's because they're women, well, most of the men fail too, right? Most people who are trying to do these, these trials fail, right? So you have to ask yourself, are are you saying that it's because women are physically inferior or not? Because I've heard plenty of women say things that women are equal in terms of physicality to men. I think they're all mentally ill. but And, and, you know, I, I think that regardless of any of that, the fact of the matter that we're trying to essentially put down the the personality traits and the characters of 50% of the population is disgusting to me. And like I said before, it's the logical inconsistencies. They acknowledge the fact that if I were to say something if I were a white man, right, if I were you and I were and you were to say quote unquote <laughs> all black people should die, right, they would acknowledge that as a, as an incorrect racist statement. And it's bigoted and it should not be said. It is a, a morally and ethically wrong statement to say. But if I make the if if I'm a woman and I make that statement about a man, oh it's okay. Because women are oppressed, and you can't hate on the oppressors, so yeah. yada yada.
0: yeah Yeah, I think we need a part two for that reason because, like, there's so much to unpack there's here. So like, even much. on this there's one, so much. this one topic, yeah. Because I mean, we touched on it a little bit, but the radical feminism portion—that's really what gets into those power structures, you know.
2: You and, know, and, 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 and the thing about it is, is I, I really, there's a lot of words that I've, I've come to hate. Because people use them loosely and therefore incorrectly, and I, I think it, it's dangerous to do with certain words like uh, grape soda. You understand what I'm saying with that one? Yeah. Okay. Um, like, and there are some instances where you know it needs to be loosened. Like uh, I learned recently, before the '80s, a husband could not legally do that to his wife. Yep. That that's messed up, right? Yep. Like that's wrong. I'm, I'm glad. Like, that is a change that needed to happen. Right. And there are some, there, there, there is some, at least at the very least, legal instances that we can do to loosen up the terms so we can make it like actually fair, right? In my home state, Georgia, did you know that a woman cannot legally do that to a man? No, I didn't. A woman cannot be legally charged for grape soda in the state of Georgia mm-hmm. to a man because of the definition <laughs> leg- legally of that, of it. And it involves penetration. And a woman cannot legally penetrate a man because she doesn't have anything to do it with. So it can happen.
0: Well, it depends on. <laughs> if we include the trans community yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah, 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 yeah 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 we're not we're not doing that we're not doing that uh but you know and there's a lot of words uh that i've come to hate not because of the word but because of how people use them and one of those terms unfortunately is umbrella term because that's what they're doing with woman what is a woman oh it's whatever you want to be like a woman is an umbrella term hmm. no the fuck it's not i'm sorry no it's not <laughs> no it's not it's not it, and that's not really up for discussion either hmm. right and, and so but this umbrella term here I would say is modern feminism, right? The umbrella term is, it's not just the, like uh, so many times I, I remember I made one of the posts that blew up and I was like, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You know, modern feminism has made a complete 360 degree turn to women being able to be property again and men being able to buy them. Good job. Right. And they were like, this woman has never stated that she's a modern feminist. She's or a feminist. She doesn't have it her bias. She never stated it in the post. Where are you getting this idea from? And it's, it's the idea that a lot of things are under the umbrella of, of modern feminism and a lot of ideas and beliefs that people hold that are mostly wrong, I'm not going to lie to you, (laughs) are under the umbrella term of modern feminism, you know? Mm. And it's a lot to unpack because there's a lot of things under that. There's a lot, a lot of things under that umbrella. I I could spend 20 hours straight talking about it, you know? Because it sneaks its way in. It's in ways you don't really think it is, right? Like I said before, 1920, 19th Amendment, women's suffrage, right? You don't have to be a feminist in order for that to affect you. You don't have to believe in the things that, quote unquote, uh, feminism believed in, in order to go up and vote after 1920. Right. You don't have to believe in these things, but it still affects you. And that's the thing that I think a lot of people miss out on with modern feminism is it affects a whole lot more than people think it does. And it's a lot in negative ways. Hmm. You know, like you call me what you want, but I'm a Southerner. You know what I mean? Like Southerners have a very strong idea of what a man of what men should be. Right, and it it, it it's it, it it's insulting to us to essentially have that stripped away, you know. Like it's like, oh yeah, if you're a man, then you're toxic, right? And like these these ideas that are the core values of us as people, right? Most of us wouldn't go out here and do these terrible things. Most of us wouldn't go out here and, and hit a woman unprompted. And I say unprompted because it, I am very much so an Epic of Gilgamesh type person. It's an eye for an eye. I don't care if you're a man, woman, child, am- elderly. I don't care. It's an eye for an eye. Um, you know, but. You know, they wouldn't go out there and, and hurt children or do this or abuse people or do that, you know. And, and it's embarrassing to be lumped in, into this, this, this other umbrella term, you know, of all men, right, because of the, 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 the crimes and, and heinous actions of the less than 2% of the population, hmm. of the male population, right? Why is it that 98% of all men are lumped in together because of the 2%? And how does it become an accountability argument? What is there to be accountable for Right, like how how are we responsible for what criminals do? You know, and like I said, it's it's a big it's a big big topic. It's a big big thing. It's, <laughs> it's, got, it's got a lot of parts. It is. You know, so
0: we'll have to have you back for if not a for the, i don't know <laughs> if not a further discussion of this <laughs> and something else pops up we'll have you back on i think you've got a lot i'm down, of, i'm
2: down for i'm down for a lot of th- i can't well, <laughs> do sports sports are not my forte. if it's sports don't 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 count me in i <laughs> well, I, I don't watch
0: sports that's all right we do pl- politics for a reason
2: <laughs> um but yeah for me personally only fridays work right now so okay. if it's a friday i'm good
0: okay well we are still trying to figure out what day works for us we threw out thursdays we look at fridays i don't know Well. We'll figure it out, but uh, we'll definitely have Tony back on. Uh, Tony, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for your takes. Uh, People who disagree with anything that was said tonight, hit me up. Let me know. I'm always looking to have more people on. Maybe we'll have you face Tony and myself.
2: (laughs) 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 I'll have my face cam on next time.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Uh, All right. Well, remember, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Twitch, and Google Podcasts at Between the Liars. And follow us on our social medias to stay updated at Between the Liars. And if you enjoy this show, give us a five-star review, share us with your friends, try to help us beat that algorithm, and I'm sure you find yourself somewhere between the liars. Bye for now.